Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning, 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Sophie Prock. And I'm Andrew Howison. Happy Tuesday. Woo! Woo! Wait, wait, wait. I got, I got a good one for this one. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> what do you think? I really, this is how one of the things I actually enjoy about the springtime is getting to my car and hearing that. Yeah, you know I, I'm I like waking, it up, waking up to it in the morning. I, I keep my window open so I can hear it. One of the things I do not like is my parents actually never bought me blinds. <laughs> so Damn. in the summer, I'm the like the sun shines into my room. Not a lot. Uh, I don't live directly where the sun is, but like it definitely gets a light out when I'm awake. Mm-hmm. So sometimes for school, like even this morning when I got up at like five forty five, it's already partly light out. And I always I'm like afraid I slept through my alarm. Because mm-hmm. I'll wake up and it's light, and I'm so used to, you know, yeah. for most of the year when I wake up and, and do breakfast on the bridge, it's dark. So I'm like, Bob. oh my God, did I sleep through my timer? So, pleasant surprise. I did not. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad. That's what I did last week. We had an event and I uh, slept through it. Yeah, and why Why do you do that? It's a great question. I couldn't tell you. I just I overslept. I didn't have my alarm. And actually, you want to know why I did? Because I, I was rearranging my room. Mm hmm. And I moved my alarm clock what excuse, out of my room. What excuse are you going to use last <laughs> I, week? I moved my alarm clock out of my room, so I used my phone alarm, and my phone alarm didn't go off because it was on silent. So that's my excuse. But you I'm here what? today, and guess who got here first, me or you? Her. Take a guess, me. me. Guess who was here last week for the entire event? <laughs> me. Oh, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. But that's okay. Because hey, we're here now, and we're... We're, we're ready to go. Woo! And we're giving good, good radio today. We have it a is. lot. We have a lot lined up today. Yeah, but uh, first, Andrew, I want to ask you how you're feeling. I, I mean, we we need to do a little check in. I I've heard you're a little. You're not feeling too. Great. I am a little sick, but um, yeah, you better not get me sick. That won't um, change the quality of the show. If anything, it'll make it funnier. Yeah, he. So I'll I'll, it. I'll be um, more upset at Sophie, um, <laughs> and that's the funniest parts. So if anything, it will be a funnier show than okay. usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I put on my comedic hat for today. Um, so yeah, I will be funny. That's it's gonna Hear take that? a little I bit. I will for be you. funny. It's gonna take a little bit. And, for you. and the funniest not, part is anyone not a who, common occurrence, but uh, <laughs> anyone who's ever said that they're funny are like the least funniest people ever. Oh, shoot, I call myself funny all the time, <laughs> like all the time. You do, yeah. Libby, my friend Libby, and I, <laughs> we just go back and forth about how we're funny. That's no, like, that's, anyone, that's anyone that's who says they're like funny, like not ironically. Are really the least funniest. People I would consider ever. myself pretty funny. I think. Do you not? Next question. <laughs> I wish you could see Andrew's face right. Now. <laughs> next question. Ding, 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 ding. No, that was my my next question buzzer. Um. <laughs> so. I just figured out after what am I? I'm a senior. It's May. I just started using my sound effects. I've known how to use them, but here are those they are yours? Now. You programmed? No. Oh, they've been in here. You just haven't used them. <laughs> Tell me I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving the, <laughs> the, mouse the mouse away. away. My mouse privileges have been revoked. 
So this past yesterday, mm-hmm. exciting things really sort of happened. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and I feel like we should, you know, we don't have to talk about all of it now, but I want to kind of um, intro what we want to kind of talk about this show. Yeah, all right. Go for it. So yesterday was college sweat... Give me the mouse back. Give me the mouse back. Yesterday was college decision day. Wait, wait, wait. So for universities and colleges um, within the U.S., they had their um, college um, decision day. Yeah, so what, what day was it? May 1st. No, no, no. Like, what was the day? College. Monday. No. <laughs> oh, college decision day. Oh, shoot. Wrong one. <laughs> anyway, it was college decision day, meaning everyone uh, at school, all of the seniors, wore their college sweatshirts. A or good amount. were able to. A good amount. You know, people who chose to felt like it. Um, so that's what happened yesterday at school, and it was great to see everyone and where they're going. Yeah, you know, it's... Um, it, Within our, our spirit commissioner puts on the actual events and it's like, do we wait a couple of days in case people just decided um, so mm-hmm. on and so forth? Mm-hmm. But um, we felt like this week is so, yes, there's AP testing also this entire week and next oh, yes. week. Um, and this we were like, true. well, we didn't want to wait another two weeks for a college decision day because most of the seniors will know. Mm-hmm. So we decided just to do it on that Monday. And we know some people maybe literally decided yesterday yeah well i think um, i think may 1st is just such an iconic day and everyone's super excited about it as i would hope yeah so yeah i think it was a great day to do it it's really sort of bittersweet uh, it felt a lot more real yeah and college. i think also seeing everyone's sweatshirts like a bunch of people's decisions were new to new to me like it was good it was good news yeah. to hear and I'm, I'm glad i was able to to see it and share with everyone where i'm going and be excited for everyone else and it's just it's really you're right it's bittersweet because i've known most of these people since i was what 10 Sixth years grade, old yeah well yeah yeah, yeah since i was in elementary school so. sophie have you ever told the the public, the public. Where, where you are going well i haven't right on my social media and i i'm practically a celebrity with how much i post on social media but but so, may, maybe some of the um some of our listeners don't um you know yeah. Don't okay. Follow you. All right. Or, can you give me? Can you give me yeah, some? Can you give me some like drum roll or I something? I will. I will. So I feel special. Sophie Prock, Mercer Island High School senior, will be attending. The University of Washington. <laughs> yeah, baby. Hey, I appreciate that. That makes me feel great. Good. It should. Okay, your turn. Ready? So wait, 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 wait. 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 We, let, let's unpack the the U dub. Let's unpack it. Let's let's. let's I'm you know go in dogs the, in the go dogs in the you know spirit of talking about colleges. What did your decision look like? How did you well, make it? What kind of obstacles did you have to crawl through? As we all what? do. We are on a tight schedule here, Andrew, and I could talk about this for. Hours and hours. Well, I'm giving you one minute, so go. All right, wonderful. So, I would say that the college process definitely has stressed me out for the entirety of my high school career, and it was probably good start, start, great start. And I was super stressed about where I wanted to go. I always thought I really wanted to go out of state and go somewhere new, not because I don't like Seattle, but because I just wanted something new and different for college. But you know, UW ended up being the best option for me, and I had to decide between UW and other schools. And I ended up making that choice. And I'm so excited because I love the city of Seattle. I think UW's such a great option. And I'm I'm super excited. I'm really lucky that I get to attend next year. Awesome. 
See, th- that wasn't even a minute. That yeah. wasn't even a minute. Well, I feel like also in my past few years, people, it's it's been, there's been such like a, I guess you could say a stigma around college acceptances. And I even made a podcast about it. There's a letter of, re- there's a wall of rejection at our school for people who get rejected from colleges. And I got rejected from colleges and it sucked. It was the worst feeling ever. I had a really rough winter. And, yeah. you know, that I feel like we could just talk about it for hours about how disappointing it is and how random it is and People are like, don't talk about the college application process. And then you hear questions and questions about where you're going, what you're doing next year. And it's just, it's exhausting. So It really is. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's that's true. My turn? Wait. Hold on. <laughs> Andrew Allison will be attending the University of, oh, wait, no. Is it the Zyga <laughs> University? Zyga, baby Zyga. Go Zyga. Bulldogs. Go Zyga. Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, baby. Are you excited? I am. To go I'm, to I'm... the city of Spokane. Yeah, Sophie has a lot of nicknames for Spokane. <laughs> not, we, we, we won't talk about those on air. That could get me canceled. But yeah, it will get you canceled. I love Spokane. I go there for volleyball. I think the river is great there, and I have a good friend there. And yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, it, I was always going to go to a small school. Um, I did apply to UW. Got rejected. Wasn't planning um, on going. Next question. But, um, oh, okay, we're, but, we're planning on it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I applied to like three state schools mm-hmm. um, just because I wanted a, a wide range. But yeah. I knew a state school wouldn't just support me and yeah, that's fine. who I am. I need smaller, um, maybe Jesuit-based learning, I guess. Oh, so um, you're religious like that. I'm not religious like that, but I really think the Jesuits do a good job in, in educating you like I that. Agree. I think um, Gonzaga is the perfect fit for you, and I'm so excited to see what you accomplish. Thanks. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Andrew and I have known each other since we were in freshman year, and this is just kind of crazy. It is. It, where it, we're going to college. It's starting to get real. Yeah, it's getting real. I'm going to cry. Speaking of just Aww. news about <laughs> us, let's bring in our, our news around the you world. You could have segued that better. No, I, could have have. Said, I, I said I said earlier I was like it was news to me to see where everyone was was going to school and then our we news kept person talking. our news person wasn't even in the I know. wasn't even in there anyway Sophie Cartwright is here with the news this morning and she is going to take us into the world of what is going on today Sophie take it away this is Sophie Cartwright with your news the Met Gala happened last night with a theme of Carl Lagerfeld. A line of beauty honoring Carl Lagerfeld, who died in 2019 after being the creative director of brands like Fendi, Chanel, and his own namesake label. Alaskan Airlines has partnered with Zero Avia to develop the largest zero emissions aircraft right here in Washington state. Test flights are launching next year, and they will hope to complete a completely zero emissions flights all from Alaskan Airlines. Mercer Island has just introduced its very first electric bus. Each bus is $380,000 and are funded from a 2017 levy. These buses offer a quieter engine as well as a far more eco-friendly vehicle. Speaking of electric buses, let's hear what Sophia Loisel has to say about them in this week's episode of STEM News You Can Use. Hi, I'm Sophia and this is STEM News You Can Use. Is it possible to destroy PFAs, more commonly known as forever chemicals, PFAs are chemicals that easily repel water, grease, and cut off oxygen from fires. They're commonly used for fast food wrappers, firefighting foams, and nonstick cookware. 
but they don't break down in the environment and they've been linked to immune and fertility problems and some cancers. Getting rid of these PFA chemicals would be a multi-billion dollar challenge and the Environmental Protection Agency is weighing in to decide what percent of PFAs need to be destroyed so the chemical is no longer a threat. You've probably heard that the Mercer Island School District has our very first electric bus. But did you know that buses are among the most overlooked solutions to decarbonizing the U.S.? According to the Environmental Protection Agency, the transportation industry emits almost 30% of greenhouse gases in the U.S. One solution to this is using electric buses. Also, buses usually drive only one-fourth of the way full. A way to decrease the passenger-to-carbon-emitted ratio is for buses to run at full capacity, making them more carbon efficient. Have you ever been outside and wondered what plant or tree you're looking at? Guess what? There's an app for that, and it's called Seek. Seek is easy to use and comes from National Geographic. All you do is take videos of the plants, and it automatically grabs the frames to analyze what type of nature you're looking at. I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Thank you, Sophia. Sophia is always prepared with our STEM news. She is just absolutely wonderful. We always appreciate you, Sophia. Fantastic job. You know what, Andrew? I was today years old when I found out when I when I discovered what a PFA was. I, I forgot <laughs> the, the forever chemicals. <laughs> the forever. Chemicals. I was trying to think. Wait, what was the P stand for? Um, forever, but it's the P oh, silence. <laughs> So the per- forever, forever. <laughs> Andrew said today I used nonstick pans all the time, and I said me too. I used one when I cooked my eggs this morning. That can't be good for you, I'm guessing. Hey, that's all right. Yolo, <sighs> yolo it. I'm in. I'm in a yolo sort of mood. I have been for the past yeah. five years. Andrew um, texted me last night. Well, let me let me pull up the receipts. What did you say uh-oh. again? Hold know. on, hold on. We were both up at at what? Midnight last night when we had really a show late. this morning. Really late. Not a great idea, but no. hey, we got through it. We got through it. And he said to me, I said, <laughs> I said, I texted him. I was after practice. I just had practice. I said, I drank too much water and now I'm going to throw up. And then he said, no, me. We should be sleeping right now. I'm low-key hating life right now. <laughs> and I said, Andrew, what's up? Andrew, you want to unpack that and tell me tell me what's up? No, it's just, you know, this week is really hectic. Um, I'm yeah. going to shout out Friendship Circle of Washington. They're a oh, nonprofit yeah. organization that works with kids with special needs, um, and they create friendships. I'm the board president, and the gala is on Wednesday, mm-hmm. so tomorrow. Um, and I just feel like school is, like, winding down, but there's also still stuff. It just feels like everything's wrapping up, yeah. and it's taking more effort to wrap everything up than people said it would. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People, uh, I, speaking of people, sorry to cut you off. I'm really excited to listen to what Annabelle has prepared for us today. What do you hate paying for? Well, let's listen to these answers. Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and this is a series where I go around and ask random people random questions. This week, I decided to ask what people resent buying. Some took this as an opportunity to share an irresponsible and overpriced purchase from the past, and some shared something that they think we shouldn't have to pay for or that we should pay less for. Let's hear what people had to say. Something that I really don't like paying for is all the online application fees for like summer programs and, and college things. There's like random fees for everything, and it's... 
Well, actually, in my bag, I have a Chanel mirror that was around $60, and it's plastic. It's pretty good quality, but it was definitely not a very smart purchase. Probably just all of like the unnecessary purchases I make. Like I bought three super puffs this year, two of them are vests, one normal. And I've been addicted to Rachel's ginger beer and it's so expensive, it's a new village. So probably just like all of the food and clothing I buy. Food because that's a necessity and we shouldn't be paying for something that we need to live. The forks at school, they charge you like extra to get a fork and it's really frustrating. And you have to go through the whole line to get a fork, you can't just like go grab one. So that's what I resent buying. Uh, I'd say healthcare. Once bought a onesie that I've never worn. It was like 25 cents, I think, but it's it still just like, I don't know. You know, I didn't used to resent this, but it's gotten so expensive, I really resent property taxes. Why am I paying thousands of dollars on something I already own? I can understand when I bought it. It's like a sales tax. But I've owned my home for 20 years. Why do I have to keep paying more and more for something I own? I resent that. Club soccer tournaments because they're crazy expensive for no reason. I would have to say overpriced Starbucks, but I still am constantly do it, so... Paying $100 for the Taylor Swift concert, even though I'm actually going to be in the very back and very top. I go anywhere and buy bo bottled water. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't think we should have to pay for water. I totally agree. We should not have to pay for water. It's a human necessity. I think that the pink tax is a very unfair thing. Why should women's deodorant be $8 and men's only 4 As always, thank you for tuning in and make sure to keep on listening to Breakfast on the Bridge. Annabelle, wonderful that you bring that up because Andrew and I know I know you're a man, so you wouldn't quite understand this. But I also think that don't laugh. I'm, I'm this not, is a serious no, topic. I'm glad you started with Andrew. I know you're a man, Andrew. <laughs> Great. Just checking in. Great. I know you're a man, and you don't really understand this. No, I don't. But women do have to pay. No, I understand that a significant amount of money. Well, I I do know you for understand for the that. for the pink. For, for deodorant. one deodorant and also menstrual products. Yeah. I think it's quite ridiculous, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Because that is something we need. And, you know, I could go into hours and hours of discussion on this and other topics about women's health and women's rights, but uh, not the morning for that. And, not the morning and, for and, that. And, you know, I agree with those. Some of the things I, I mean, the privilege mm -hmm. with some of these, a Chanel bag. A mirror. Oh, call, calling people out. Yeah, no, I, I will. I'm going to call them out. I'm going to call out Grace Go. Hey, we I appreciate mean, you, Grace. You know what? I was I saying the entire the time. Mirror, how about gas? No one said <laughs> gas. Bro. Joe was close with the property tax. Yeah, I agree. That's ridiculous. Gas is ridiculous. Andrew everything everything <laughs> is ridiculous. Not a Chanel bag. I'm out here trying to save money. I got to buy this? gas to what get is around. This inflation? What inflation? is this inflation? <laughs> no, I agree with Joe. Property taxes. If we didn't have property taxes, my parents would still be on that. Uh, would would probably not move off the island yeah. as soon I mean, as they are. It's, it's getting not cheap. expensive to live everywhere, right? It's it's been expensive. Yeah, that's just crazy. So I agree with people who said like food, water, property tax. I agree with the person Any, who said healthcare. That was funny. Yeah, it, it, wasn't expecting that one, but dang. I agree with taxes. Ta taxes. By the way, I don't pay taxes.
By the way, just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> IRS. Next question. <laughs> well, and, and one thing, um, you know, I don't love taxes, but I do love Shakespeare and love. And oh, Sid is going to talk a little bit about Shakespeare and love. Sid, take it away. Let's hear about the Shakespeare and love. Hear ye, hear ye. The MIHS drama presents Shakespeare in Love, a fantastical story about Shakespeare's own Juliet and how his stories truly came to life. After a successful opening weekend, the actors will put on four more shows, starting Thursday, May 4th at 7 p.m. Closing is Saturday, May 6th at the same time. I talked to some of the actors in the show as well. Hi, I'm Molly Atkinson, and I'm playing Viola in Cast Globe. I'm Sadie, and I am one of the Violas in Cast Rose. My name is Jovi Roque, and I am playing Peter. Hi, I'm Kyle Gerstel, and I'm playing Lord Wessex. And they told me about their experience in the process. My favorite part is definitely the mustaches, because they are the most fun thing ever and i love them so much um i don't have any experience with swords until this show so um it was really fun especially during the assembly it was it's just really fun to just swing metal objects at another person and last night which was opening for me was the first time i've done all of those quick changes successfully so that was it's been a very stressful tech week but i'm glad we got there eventually it's, it's such an ambitious show, and that's what I think is really fun about it. Um, and there are also a lot of, a variety of different roles. I guess this is more of a thing that I really enjoy about the show than, like, the production process. But there are so many different roles in which people have the chance to, like, shine and have their moments. Um, but it also feels like we're very much working as an ensemble like collectively like they're every single person in this cast is at least one thing on stage that i always can't wait for to more see. information about tickets and shows check out misdb.org thanks so much this has been sid Schroff here at 88.9 the bridge man oh. i love shakespeare i don't that's a lie i don't <laughs> that's a lie i, I love watching other people morning. do shakespeare you know, i hate shakespeare shout out to Mr. Randolph this morning, Jeffrey Randolph, my teacher, my English teacher. He was you my wanted him to walk last, by so he could give you extra credit. So if he's looking no, at the no, window, no, 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 Mr. Randolph, you're my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I also have a C minus in your class. Please, it's a B right now. Thank you, thank you. The thing is, we play this game called Hamlet Tag, and it's kind of this thing where you play a game of chance and you have to memorize a Hamlet soliloquy. And if you don't memorize it, then what's like, a soliloquy? Uh, like a monologue. Do you know what a monologue is? Yep. Okay. It's, it's like a that. log that's mono. Close enough. Yeah. So if you get tagged, if he looks you in the eyes while you're outside of class, then you have to recite the soliloquy. But if you don't get tagged, then you don't have to recite it. So you can just choose not to recite it or choose not to memorize it if you don't get tagged. But the thing is, I got tagged, and I've been trying to memorize it, and I just can't memorize it. I just have had so much trouble trying to get the words in my brain. So throwback, you we... You had to take drama two in middle school or mm-hmm. art, right? Mm-hmm. It was either drama or art. And um, <laughs> I, I did drama one. Kay. That was fine. Kay. And then drama two, I had to memorize like cool. Shakespeare. You have to memorize like, you know, like three or four to paragraphs. Be or not to be. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to do this. So I basically talked to my counselor and I was like one thing I'm really passionate about is peer mentoring kids with special <laughs> needs can that's I just valid, take that as my elective 
um, again, like, can wow. that just be my, you know, take that as my elective, take it for a second year and have that be like my drama too. And they're like, mm. yeah, that's valid. So I never took drama too. What? Yeah. And, I took band. And I played the trombone. That's wild. That's I, wild. I took the flute fifth grade. You did not. Yeah. But there's there's a story I'm not going to share. <laughs> I'm not going to share why I decided that on on breakfast on the bridge. I kind of want to know. <laughs> another time, another time. Maybe maybe our our <laughs> on last the late show. Night show. Yeah, on the our, late night show. <laughs> that's a late night show sort of topic, or like the last <laughs> week of topic. Like last time I'm talking on the air, I might just go. So you go can just ham. get fired right yeah, after. Yeah, just hey, lay it all out. It's valid. Lay it all out. Speaking of laying their hearts all out on the field. Let's welcome in Sophie <laughs> Hill to talk about sports. Sophie, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey. What do you think of that lead-in? That was a terrible lead-in. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I was shocked when I heard that. <laughs> All right, Sophie, Sophie, take it away. Tell us what's going cry. on in the world you know, of sports. I think, I think I will have to take it away. The NBA conference semifinals are taking place, with the 76ers taking the win over the Celtics and the Nuggets taking the wins over the Suns just yesterday. Today, we can look forward to the Heat taking on the Knicks at 4.30 p.m. and the Lakers playing the Warriors at 7 p.m. Also today, the Mariners are beginning a new series of games against the Athletics at 6.40 p.m. The NFL 2023 draft has come to a close. The Seahawks emerged with many great picks, their first three chosen players being cornerback Devon Witherspoon from Illinois, wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, and outside linebacker Derek Hall from Auburn. Round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs ended just yesterday, meaning round two, leg one, is beginning today, where the Kraken will be playing the Stars at 6.30 p.m., as well as the Panthers playing the Maple Leafs at 4 p.m. Today is packed with Mercer Island sports. Girls tennis is playing at Interlake versus Interlake at 4 p.m. Boys soccer is playing Skyline at home at 7.30 p.m. Boys lacrosse is away at Skyline to play at 8 p.m., and boys golf is away all day at the Gold Mountain Invite. That is all for today's sports cast. This is Sophie Hill with KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I think I'll pass it back to Andrew and Sophie. Sophie, thank you so much. You missed one thing, though, and this was probably talked about, but it wasn't talked about on the morning show. Mm. How about them cracking? Oh, true. True. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, Sophie. One moment, please. Go ahead. I feel like I did mention the Kraken. Did you? I didn't hear it. Really? Yeah. Andrew well, they're and playing were... today. Oh yes, but, but but they beat beat the 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 ava um the oh um, oh you're right. Wait, not the is it the avalanche? No, the I'm not quite sure. Yeah, the uh, the abs. Yeah, um, that's my bad. No, that's hey, all that's good. Right. But Sophie, your I, sportscast was great. No, and but Thanks. I just I watched the Kraken game and it was it was like we're making history. We made it past the were first round of the playoffs. So, yeah, well, he said it. The announcer was like, we're making history. And I was like, yeah, we are. So, um, right on. Great, great news, um, Cass. I, you know, tried to understand hockey. Couldn't. I love hockey. Couldn't. I couldn't get it. I don't get why they sometimes get a whack into each other going full speed and it's a penalty. I like and other times the they can't. Out. Yeah, I just, I don't, you know, like in football. Maybe just because I've watched it enough, you know, you know when a hit is legal and illegal, at least most of the times, maybe not in recent years. But like in hockey, I just like they're like uh, one hit gets you disqualified, but another hit that looks nastier isn't. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think 
the only sport I really know how to play is volleyball because that's my main sport. But I, I really like watching hockey, and I did. I really thought about going to the East Coast for college, and I was specifically excited about it because I would get to watch a lot more hockey. Well, Seattle's now a hockey city. This is true. I'll this... be attending quite a few Kraken games next year. I've always wanted to go, but I heard they're well. <laughs> you I haven't anyone? heard. I know they're not cheap. No, they you, are not. You well, got tickets I, for me? You know what? I sincerely apologize. I do not. Last year, late March, my friend was very generous and and took me to one. I um she shared her tickets with me and it's very nice. It was awesome. I actually know the right people. I guess I need to do some true. Um, what true. they call in the industry networking. That's so true. <laughs> That's so very so. true. You know what also made me laugh is uh the Nuggets. <laughs> I think it's funny. Funny sports team name. It's funny about that. I just think it's funny. Hmm? I also, Sophie was talking about the Mariners. I love Mariners baseball game, baseball games. My dad and I would go all the time, and we still do go, and we'll probably go a lot more because I'm gonna live in Seattle for the next just, four years. Just not this morning. Not this morning. He was kind of mad at me this morning. Sorry, Dad. Is he gonna listen now? Is he listening? He's now? probably not listening. He's probably too grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Let's um, go back to things that make us happy and things that makes me happy is mm-hmm. spotlighting our staff. That was a pretty good transition. I love to spotlight our staff. Sophie, you've it. been interviewed. I've I been have. interviewed. Our yes. fantastic Jenna Martin interviews Woo, people. Jenna. And today she is going to be interviewing Paige Evans. Let's hear all about Paige and what she does for KMIH eighty nine The Bridge. Hey, Edie and I, it's Jenna Martin. I am here today for the KMIH Staff Spotlight with Paige Evans. How are you today, Paige? Great. Dandy. Jolly. Love that. To start things off, what drew you to join the station? I think the fact that a lot of the times in high schools, especially on Mercer Island even, everything is more what people think are the core classes, like English and math and those kinds of things. And as a creative person, I just wanted some kind of outlet that like, I actually felt connected to. And the radio station and everything about it, from the teamwork and the leadership to just, you know, picking out music and making podcast things, all of that, like, really drew me to it. And the creative aspect was just really important to me. That's a great reason. How did you hear about this station? So I was in a charity group in middle school and we were paired with older girls so people in high school were paired with us middle schoolers and they were all like you have to do join radio radio's the best joe is the best they spoke so highly of it so when i was in seventh grade i was like okay i'm doing radio when i get to the high school that's a great reason what motivates you to keep making great content for this station honestly i find myself getting unmotivated a lot and then what always brings me back is I genuinely like doing it. I think having the mindset of, oh, I need to do this to get into college or to get points is it's not a good mindset because it doesn't really drive you to do your best. Whereas for me, the the feeling I have when I finish something and I know I just put my best work out there, that means something to me. And so I remember it feels so good to get something done. So that's why I'm doing this. Speaking of making great content, what is a radio accomplishment that makes you proud? I think my biggest accomplishment was getting nominated for an IBS award, but that's more accomplishment, like, formal. But more personally, I think my biggest accomplishment has just been the, like, relationship I've been able to develop in radio and 
learn the difference between doing school for grades versus doing school because you want to do it and actually valuing your time and valuing I'm happy to be in this class and I get to be in this class and I'm grateful that I get to be in this situation. Mindset is definitely key. Do you have any upcoming projects that you would like to showcase? I'm doing an interview next week that I'm really excited for. I've mentioned this previously, but uh, I'm a big creative person, and this is going to be with someone who really specializes in that. So I'm going to be interviewing her next week. Stay tuned for that. I'm trying to get some clips for more social justice-wise. I'm working on a little package focusing on like the foster community and how foster care works. And I just doing my show. My show is on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. And it's the best time ever. Perfect. Well, tune in to Hear Page on Wednesdays. And thank you so much for joining me. And as always, continue to listen to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I love to hear staff spotlights. They're so fun to they hear are. from different people throughout the station. I think people forget, you know. There's a lot of work that goes into each hour and goes into interviews and hours of research and planning and teamwork and organization. And it's really cool that, um, you know, we have over, you know, 120 people in the classes. I but over 160. It, like, I think there's 120 people in the classes and then like 160, oh, 50 people. Members. Yeah, staff members who mm-hmm. some people don't even have the radio class and are just here because they love it. And that's just... That's powerful. I think it's really, really special what we are able to be a part of. And not many people have this opportunity. And, you know, as I'm meeting other people from other schools and playing volleyball with other people and meeting new people from college events that I go to, they go, what do you like to do? And I say, oh, I I love broadcasting. And they're like, huh? Like what? And I'm like, oh, like I have a radio station at my high school. Like that's just what I really like to do. And they think that's really cool. And so I think it's really cool. Facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, something just printed out. I just got a letter. <laughs> I just got a letter. I, I just got, got a letter. letter. I wonder, wonder who, who it's from. from. Crest Horticulture Plant Sale for <laughs> MISD staff. I'm not a staff member, but I must read it since it was printed. It's that time of year again. The horticultural annual plant sale is quickly approaching. Crest will be getting groovy with a flower power plant sale from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on May 6th and 20th at Crest Learning Center. This year's crop selections include the popular sun golden tomatoes. Is that Delilah's? Dahlia's. Dahlia's. Wait, wait, wait. Where do you see it? There. Oh, yes. Dahlia's. Those are my favorite flowers. Dahlia's. Dahlia's. For anyone listening who wants to eat me flowers, those are my favorite flowers. Thanks. And all the herbs, veggies, and annual <laughs> flowers you are looking to. Are you British? <laughs> I'm British. Herbs. You say herbs. Uh, I, said herbs. No, I said herbs. Okay. Our, our students have been working hard to bring you something new. Hanging flower baskets and beautiful Ooh. succulent planters. Wow. I'm going to have to make my way. If Yeah, if you're listening. All my plants died, so I need a new one. <laughs> well, good thing you can go to Crest on, <laughs> I forgot the time. Let Sounds me read right it for there. you. Um, oh, yes, on May 6th and 20th at the Crest Learning Center. That's across Ooh. the administration building. Support our Crest students. It's really cool. They learn about plants, mm-hmm. then grow plants, and then sell plants. Horticulture is mean, a really, really cool class. I'm sad I didn't get to take it. And it's it's like business. It's science. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. marketing. You're mm-hmm. like wrapping in everything. I mean, entrepreneurship. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's areas. really cool. So anyway, that was the letter. Um, you could check out the district for more information, but that is May 6th and 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. I didn't know we had a printer in here. It just started printing out a letter. Maybe yeah, it's crazy. Every time we'll have a letter to print out. I think we need to fix it, though. It sounds a little broken. Uh, yeah. Need some oil or something? Whatever. You give a printer some printer juice. <laughs> You know, that's why printers always break down, because no one ever right. gives their printer printer juice. <laughs> I mean, does anyone ever have a printer that works for more than, like, two no. years? No. Because no. no one... The secret is it needs printer juice. And if you don't give that baby some printer oil, you know some what? printer juice, it doesn't work. I guess we're just going to have to wait for the printer to work. A little Mufford and his little sons. (laughs) Mufford and sons. I love that song so much. Me too. It's one of my mom's favorites. Um, That and the Lumineers. Oh, yeah. She she gets behind. Um, Saw Lumineers last year. Wow. Almost a year ago come, um, what, June? July? When did I go? July? Where, Where was the venue? The Gorge, which is the coolest venue ever. I, I mean, I'm going to go see a concert, I think, this summer there. Which one? Um, Why can't I remember? Who? Oh, Dead oh, Co. Oh, Dead oh, Co. Illenium. Oh. You would know. They... It's, it's kind of underground. Uh... Kind of underground. Well, if they're at the Gorge, they can't be underground. No. No. It's an EDM artist. That's cool. Yeah. yeah the Gorge, I mean, is, is I mean, when Another the sun venue... sets. Oh, my gosh. Another venue I'd really love to see a concert at is Red Rocks, Rocks. in Colorado. Yep. yep. Love to see that. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going... Um. I actually don't know if I want to say this on the air. YOLO, YOLO. It's, YOLO. Just, it's a YOLO sort of YOLO. year. YOLO. Um, in about 15 days, I'm flying out to Arizona. Why, um, why didn't you want to say that on air? Well, because I'm going to be taking... Just in case someone go rob your house? Uh, well, no. <laughs> no, my <laughs> parents will be there. So okay. uh, you don't want don't to mess with them. Yeah, you house, don't want guys. to mess with them. His address <laughs> is 8523. <laughs> 44th Street in Colorado. Um, no, the um, because well, I'm taking a couple of days off at of school for it. Valid. It's a concert, so you a know, what? not not not. Yeah, no, what? yeah. But that's gonna be grateful. Don't tell Fred. Grateful and company, which is gonna be um, grateful dead. Yeah, but like they're all dead. What? So no, just it's not. it's two are left oh, out of like that. six. So no. um, anyway, yeah, John Mayer is the singer for them. So it's basically wow. John Mayer cover band singing Grateful Dead songs, which is. Good enough for me. Hey, I love so, um And they were $900 for general mission what? at the Gorge. So it was cheaper to fly to Arizona oh. and get like $100 tickets. Yeah. So I'm also going to visit uh, my old Mino people I'm down there. Love it. Um, and it's, you know, it'll be nice to see them. Yeah. Um, my grandpa's had some minor health issues this past mm-hmm. couple, this past week. So it'll be nice to go down and um, it'll be good to see him. And um, he also likes... Grateful Dead, so it'll be nice oh. to connect over that. So I think that's a perfectly valid reason to miss school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see uh, the Two Friends concert. I don't know if you know them either. It's no. also pretty underground. Uh, another EDM <laughs> DJ. I'm so you're excited. just all Two about DJs. the underground. Pe- I mean, you just you know don't me. even you don't just, even care about mainstream. No, I no, I'm not mainstream at all. Me sitting in my slick back hair style with two hydro flasks, a Mac computer. Um, 
Zara jeans. I'm not mainstream. I mean, you're going to just be perfect for college. Oh, I'm so excited for college. Do we want to talk about a little bit? I want to kind of talk about that college admissions once again. Sophia Azano had a fantastic um, package talking about Mm -hmm. college decisions and applications. We want you guys to have a listen, and then Sophie Mm -hmm. and I will give in our inputs. And then um, we have a song to sort of close out the show that um, I think people play this kind of year. So here's Sophia Azano's package on college decisions and applications. Mercer Island High School is the home of 1,500 students, around 400 who are in their final year of high school as a senior. It has been recognized throughout Washington as one of the top public high schools in the state and has been ranked in the top 400 high schools in the nation throughout the years. Mercer Island High has a reputation to uphold. Often, the weight falls onto the senior class and one seven-letter word, college. It's that time of year when the same questions are asked to high school seniors. Where are you going to college? Have you decided where you want to go to school next year? What are you going to know? Why did you choose X university or college? Are you going in-state or out-of-state? As the questions pile on, so do the pressures on the already stressed out seniors. Ren Novak, one of the captains for Mercer Island High's varsity girls lacrosse team, was one of many student athletes that struggled with their post-high school decisions. You know, there were so many factors that influenced my college application, really my college search, you know. Did I want to go outside of Washington State? Did I want to play in college? You know, did I... Did I want to go to a school that was smaller or bigger? And ultimately, it's a very disorienting process to go through at first because you feel like you have to decide who you want to be for the rest of your life when you make this decision. Ren would later go on to join a group of over 20 other Mercer Island seniors who would look to continue their athletic careers at dozens of different NCAA institutions across the country. For those who didn't take the student-athlete recruitment path, college applications were at an all-time high in competitiveness. Top schools like Northeastern University in Boston and the University of Washington in Seattle had record high application numbers, which made the college application process even harder for high school seniors. Cassie Montgomery, another senior at Mercer Island High School, describes her struggles during the college admissions process. There was a lot of pressure to apply to the schools that everybody else was applying to, especially like UW. I don't necessarily want to stay in Seattle, but I applied anyway, partly because everybody else was, but also for the in-state tuition, hopefully to have a greater chance of getting in because I was an in-state student. That was definitely not the case, seeing as the acceptance rate at UW was super low this year. I personally did not get in, but I think that's okay because everything works out for the better. The admissions process was super difficult this year. It felt like a record number of people applying to the schools I was applying to. The University of Washington, or UW, is a go-to college for Mercer Island students and Washington residents. Perks such as in-state tuition, being close to home, and its beautiful campus attract many seniors to apply. This year, over 62,000 students applied to UW, more than any other year. The numbers dropped UW's acceptance rate all the way down to around 15%. Last year, it was listed around 45%. The surge in applications this year was met with lower acceptance rates and fewer available spots for seniors interested in UW. As decision day draws closer and closer, seniors will finalize their post-high school plans. Whether it's attending an Ivy League school or taking a gap year, Mercer Island High School seniors are sure to make the best choice for them and represent the pride of the island wherever they may go. Sophia, wonderfully said. Wonderfully said. What are you laughing about? Um, I, I just got a funny text from my mom. She said she's listening and she, you know, thought it was true.
Yeah, I think it's really true. And I think something that stuck with me that Ren said, Ren's a good friend of mine. We are in our race and social justice course together. Love Ren. Awesome person. They're great. They rock. Thank you for saying that, Ren. I think we as high school students are expected to know exactly what we want to do next year. And I applied to college and I'm studying next year. I'm going to study sociology and Spanish. But I only put that because... One, I do definitely want to study Spanish, but I sociology is a somewhat broad major, and I feel like I didn't know what to specialize in. I don't even know if that's really what I want to do, and I feel like we're expected to know exactly what we want to do, and we don't know yet. Yeah, it, I, it's really scummy with the, I find scummy colleges that lock you into a major. I know mm-hmm. they, they're, it's really full. Yes, but, that's true. Like, kids are, some are 17, mm-hmm. 18. Mm-hmm. When going to college, and their brains aren't even fully developed yet. No, and and high school yours definitely isn't. No, it probably <laughs> never will be. Um, but it's you know uh, like in high school you don't have all the time to experience everything you want mm-hmm. to experience, and that's part of college. And you really don't need to specialize until your junior and senior year of college and start taking your your major related classes. So I think it's really. It sets up kids for failure if you're going to bind them. Are you binded at UW? Well, not necessarily, no. I'm not binded, but it's if I were to, to try to try to apply to, say, business or engineering or computer science, it would, one, be very difficult for me because I'm not a STEM-oriented person, but also because the acceptance rate of those programs within the schools are incredibly hard to get into. So, yeah. I mean, I can minor in it, I think, if I wanted to. I'd have to look into it more. I haven't done that yet. But, you know, I it, it's tough to get into. I have to. I would have to try really hard to study what I want to study. Yeah, and, and you know, I just think it, it does set, um, you know, for people who might switch, they might take a, a year of college and realize a class they took, like, you know, who knows, law and ethics or... If you're taking a, maybe a human resource class mm-hmm. um, and you're like, oh, wow, I, you know, I love this. I'm very, you know, interpersonal, right. love to communicate, you know, time management, interviews, you know, like that could be your, you know, career and, and mm-hmm. you might not. And then, you, oh, too late. You're already locked in and taking this other major. So and um, I think that's what makes liberal arts colleges, especially something a smaller liberal arts college is where Ren's going they're attending Whitman next year, and I was looking at Whitman, too, and I, what I specifically liked about it is that you get a grounded, well-rounded education, and Jesuit. it's not focused on... Are they on, Jesuit? No, they're oh. not. Or, I can't remember. They might. I think... I don't remember. Anyway, what I'm saying is I think that's something really special, because you get to learn how to ask specific questions, and you learn about everything. You're not focusing on one specific thing while you're still trying to decide what you want to study. I think that's special. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think that, you know, college is not only learning about your major, but it's also about learning about yourself. And I don't want to get all preachy here, but you have to have a (laughs) well-rounded self and then you can be able to apply that. And um, if you just are sort of, you know, really intense into one major, one small thing, then how how can you you know deal for life's challenges? I think right. what college needs to prepare you for is the things life. you cannot prepare for. 
It's when, deep. yeah, I mean, yeah, That's it's deep. like when you get, you know, laid off of your job or when there's a family emergency or when you have all of these issues with friends, mm-hmm. you know, once you're actually, I feel like most jobs people can do fine, oh. right? I feel like business jobs and jobs people are in, they can right. do, yeah, they need right. learning and they get taught. They can do that though. What I think are where you people fail. Are you saying the interpersonal aspects of it is what Yeah, I, I, I think all of it. You know, that social, emotional, even high yes, school. I definitely. just don't think that's taught enough, and that leads to kids. I think it's like if you start to fall behind, Correct. then you can really, you know, you just keep rolling. You right. roll down this this rabbit hole of, okay, now I'm behind. Now I can't catch up. Now that's stressing me out. Now I'm not hanging out with friends. Now I'm not hanging out with friends. I, you know, and it's just like. That's such a good point. Then you fall down. So I think also at Mercer Island specifically, People are so wrapped up. Last year, I did an interview with my English teacher, Mr. Lahari. What a wonderful, amazing teacher. I'm so glad I got to have him last year. Shout out. I did an interview with him, and he brought up that students at Mercer Island are very focused on what he called name brand success, as in what specific college you're going to, what grades you have, having things to show for your hard work and effort, which is not necessarily something that you need. And I think... That you're so right. Once someone gets a little behind or gets stuck somewhere, they can't quite figure something out. It's it just keeps rolling. You're right, like a like a snowball, and then you can't quite get out of that hole. And I feel like we need more support for that. Absolutely, and you know it does make me happy. I think students, you know, maybe now are you know past two three years, especially after the pandemic, have sort of recognized that mm-hmm. and are dealing with that, and it makes me makes me proud to see again all of our classmates who you know have picked the university and that's where yeah. they're going and um i mm-hmm. there's a um people in our our grade and what they do around the years is they play good old days by macklemore and they show everyone um either as kids or wearing their college sweatshirts um Aww. and it's it's really a sad song this um, isn't even our last morning show that no, we're it's hosting. Not. it's literally may yeah it is May. and you're gonna make me cry i it's it's a sad song we want you to give a listen to it um just mm-hmm. know that um uh, you know we andrew's crying we don't know that we're Tears in the good old days until we're out of the good old days oh. and in about a month in a week we'll yeah. be walking across that stage so i've been andrew howison I'm Sophie Prock. We hope you keep listening to 88.9 The Bridge, and we'll see you next week. On Breakfast on the Bridge. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your Breakfast on the Bridge, and thank you for listening.